Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. Matt, I see we both are dressed in our best apparel. We've got a guest today, perhaps the best looking guest that we've ever had. Oh, I mean, by far. It's a good thing this isn't on video just because uh, we'd have to be blurring his screen out because, like, just how much better looking he is than us. Um, so thank God this is like a Ross and Matt May. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a tie or it's a close, you know, there's at least. Uh, no, no, no. May's, May's a good looking dude. But, good, I mean, yeah. this guy is like George Clooney, Brad Pitt level. There you um, go. Well, I'm the point words, fellas. Yeah. So let me welcome to the show, Ross Fowler. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, I listen to your guys' uh, podcast uh, quite a lot and uh, appreciate you having me. We're, we're excited to have you Amazing. here. Um, Amazing. Yeah. I mean, people don't usually admit that. And you're admitting that like it, this is on tape. You hey, know. Are, you the, are you the guy in Italy? Uh, no, not not the guy in Italy. Oh, man. Wrong Lake wrong like Como. Wrong uh, we're trying to figure out. We've got a listener in Italy, uh, pretty okay. loyal. We're trying to figure out who that is. Um, so, uh, Matt, let's, uh, let's, let's dive into the topic. What do you got today like for topics. Ross? You, you well, like topics. <laughs> we we decided on hodgepodge is what i i think we decided in the green room earlier um which is what we like to call you know that which is not i mean not in any way but it sounds really awesome it i'm gonna paint fancy. this i'm gonna paint this room green it's it's got a green hue it to looks it. green right it's brown and pink guys oh oh of course <laughs> Brown and pink. No, that that's exactly what I would. Well, put. it's because I kicked my kid out of here so I could make an office. Wow. And, you know, so and then I took their playroom away from them because, well, they don't play. They, they didn't deserve to play. They didn't deserve. Oh. <laughs> they did not deserve a playroom. <laughs> I feel like that's where you're going. Playroom so decided... is for winners. Exactly. Exactly. So we decided on fish trip. Which, speaking of, you know, Ross not being in Italy, he is actually in Wisconsin not not here you know where we all grew up together and kind of where we know each other from and you know here in we don't really say where we're from for our fans we're, we're concerned they might camp out like yeah, do so weird things stalker really, yeah so, it's, it's so it's so a how'd location you guys, uh so when you decided to go to that fish trip in wisconsin yes how did you Land of the North. Did you let ross know like do you guys you guys coordinate this you run into no, him in the parking you know, lot that's a, how that that's happened a, that's a funny story cap because I was, you know, hanging out one Friday, mowing the yard, and all of a sudden these two cars, pull, or one car pull in, Matt's truck pulls in, and I'm like, who is this guy? And we always get people pulling in, and I'm like, oh, they're just backing up and headed down to the lake, and all of a sudden, here, you know, two of my good buddies hop out of the truck. I'm like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> just dropping in, nine hours this drive, you know, but we felt like, hey, this is one of these things you just pop in on. You don't call before. You know, it's not, it's not, you know, it's, it makes it way less fun. So what but, were you going to do if he wasn't there? Uh, just keep driving and maybe probably just camp out on the side of the road someplace there because we did have a concert to go to. It's but kind you needed of a place like, to stay. But, but we did. And here's, here's the amazing part. There is a true story to this, which is actually also kind of funny. And it, and it, it weirdly segues with our earlier conversation with the handsome Matthew May. Because Matt May is who, so we start to talking about it, and May's like, hey, and, and Phil, our, our good friend Phil. Um, Real Phil, not fake Phil, that son of a bitch. Fake Phil's a that piece of Fake shit Phil, that, we don't yeah. like. Real Phil, really Real Phil, great. Salt human. to the earth. He, he, we're all talking, we're going, hey, we think we think we should go to Alpine. So we decide, hey, we, we sell out, we're going, we're going to Alpine. And I'm like, okay. And I talked to Phil, and Phil says, yeah, May has talked to Ross. I'm like, well, okay um i'd love to go ahead and i there again may handsome smart um yeah, good looking guys are always going to talk to each other right they, they do they're just going to gravitate towards each other my concern though but again that, ross is like really good looking and may's like you know it's like b plus you yeah. know like a you know like an eight a missouri eight a wisconsin seven you know obviously but like so so I, I'm pretty convinced that this probably didn't happen, that May has, not intentionally, but 
made this up, that he's made this call, or I'm concerned that that could be the case. And not like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll call Ross. And then Phil thinks, oh, he's called Ross, but he has definitely not called Ross. So I call Ross kind of out of the blue too. And I'm like, which we kind of stalkerly like went through Facebook and which we don't like both of us are off of Facebook. There's like weird things to stalkerly find the number. And then, so right, I, I did confirm that Matt May, handsome and reliable, did actually call Ross. And it was all kind of semi go, a go, so it was great. So I said, "Hey, that sounds amazing. Do you mind if I pop in?" So that kind of happened. Then we ended up getting another straggler. I don't have you met Chad, our friend Chad from from LA at one point, but he's also from yeah. Wisconsin. Ross has now. I have yeah. met Chad, and he is a fantastic piano player, by the way. Incredible keyboard and pianist, incredible guy, very nice guy. He had talked to me earlier about, hey, I, you know, you might be potentially a, you know, emergency spot for me. And I said, hey, I don't know, you know, like I'm staying with my buddy, I haven't really talked to him in a while, you know, and like, this is a little weird, there's another person to add in, you know, and I'm like, okay, hit me up if it's like, man, it's either the side of the road or, or us, you know, and so I'm like, okay, because I, you know, again, I just don't want to impose too much. So of course Chad did did need us, which was awesome. Um, in a sense, well, which was great. And so I was a little concerned that I'd run it by Ross. Ross was so incredibly kind and welcoming. Carrie, his wife, amazing as well, made us and, and Ross, I assume too. I know whenever my wife does gifts or fancy crafts, I also participate, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, made us these amazing <laughs> gift bags and these really cute cheese from Wisconsin, they're, they're, they're her store that she works at and, and like beer, Wisconsin beer, it had little, uh, I have it, oh my gosh, I have it. No one can see this though. This yeah, is not a visual podcast, but I do have this right here. It said, welcome friends, the state of Wisconsin right here. So just an incredible, incredible trip and so welcoming. And I'm really curious since we have Ross here to kind of hear what his take is about not only, and please be as honest as you can be, about not only living with our crew for a couple of days, but then also your experience at Fish, so. Yeah, Ross, first of all, first question, uh, are you and Carrie still married after this? Uh, did, or did, was the argument so bad about these guys coming in that she's like, I will make them bags, but this is the last thing that I will ever do. Me and the kids are out of here. Well, that's a great question. Um, she, <laughs> actually was leaving town the next day to uh, go to um, Austin to visit with her girlfriends. They take a, um, a yearly trip uh, to get together, um, all her girlfriends from Wisconsin. And so she went down to Austin that weekend and she got to meet them when they arrived at, oh gosh, what was that, like two, something like that in the morning? Two in the morning. And she had to get up, she had to get up at four to catch her flight. Um, but uh, it was well worth it to see them and get together and talk for, we talked forever. Um, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, my first experience at a fish concert was interesting. Um, <laughs> lots of, lots of uh, people can... watching and uh, just like uh, enjoying the music. I was telling uh, Campbell that like, I really enjoy like, the the fish vibe of like the music uh it was really cool um and then hanging out with these guys uh you know during the day at home at the house was a blast we went to a couple of restaurants uh here in town uh down on the lake um got to play some yard games that phil was really really bad at wow, um, typical. hey yeah i'm just gonna take notes keep going i have things i gotta jump in here on but keep going i'm not gonna interrupt oh okay well um let's see um yeah if, if you guys if anybody gets a chance to go to alpine uh just an amazing venue uh it's been voted like one of the best in the midwest uh several years in a row um they have limited well in the past couple of years they've had limited concerts um but just an awesome awesome place to see a show sitting up sitting up high on a hill the stage yeah. Low, just beautiful sunsets. We had an amazing um, uh, full moon come up uh, during the show on Friday night. Cool. Uh, I told I told Campbell, I'm like, I'll go to one, and then I'm done. So you guys enjoy the uh, the other two. Um, but it was it was a great great weekend. Um, 
good to see a lot of people and meet a lot of people. So a lot of fun. Yeah. So just a, a couple questions there from your perspective, Ross, just, you know, as a neutral third party, since Matt never answers these questions um, and you went to a fish show with Matt, um, could you tell me how many autographs that he gave out? Because as a fish famous uh, person, I was just wondering how the crowds were around him. Um, um, yeah, we did have several people approach him uh, in our location <laughs> that yeah. searched him out to uh, find him. I don't know how many autographs were signed, but they searched him out to, to have a conversation uh, from shows, et cetera. So. Was he wearing his Famertime 33 jersey? He absolutely was. <laughs> check. Check uh, marks check, all around. Uh, Killing it. Right uh, now. Now, did okay. you uh hold, well hold on it that did okay. uh, yeah keep going were, sorry were there the balloon people in the uh in the parking lot was the nitrous was the nitrous flowing um what's the, what's that thing that that just really irritates you Matt did I get that right the, you killed it yeah that's okay. a really good yeah, yeah. yeah. we discussed yeah, were, it but... were they there I believe so yes yeah did you partake in the uh the balloons <laughs> I did not partake in any <laughs> Is it, because, is it because did. Matt wouldn't let you or no. you just had no desire? Because he, he will go on a rant about this. No, he did a whole show uh, on the balloon people. Uh, no, did not. Did not force me. Did not. No, and nor did I participate, nor any of our crew members. Now, here's the deal. Again, um, a couple on a couple of these things. Number one, um, a couple of friends that I absolutely have known now for quite some time online and I have never met in in real life I got a chance to meet in, at Alpine and well, shout him out name names well it was my guy Tyler from Maine who has just a Maine. wonderful family and a wonderful human being in every way Not and we we have <laughs> we have a little song we have like a song that's like our song and it, you guys know enough about fish and uh, probably our poor audience does now know enough about fish to know that they don't always play the same songs every song every show so we have a song that's kind of like our song and they played our song so like we had a little moment and we ran you know those that little gif with the two little kids running at each other you know and then they're like gonna hug you know that was us and then my buddy from canada uh, uncle lope who um, I've again never met. We We're met over the pandemic. Toronto, Toronto. Uh, he's okay. been. He's lived all over. Like US. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And no. But he's US, very Canada. Canadian. I'm going to be that's careful. That's U.S. Here. Canada. Uh, he will take very high offense. I'm kidding. To I'm this, kidding. To, to all of <laughs> what you're saying <laughs> here, but I get also what you're saying. Wink, wink. Um, but yeah, I got to meet him. So it was there was no autographs, of course. I mean, I think what I what I have made sure is people know that I um I, I don't do autographs anymore. Yeah. Um I've kind of retired. I used to do it, it became such a big thing. Um, you know, people well, okay. saw it. I tell you what, tell you what, let me jump in here. Let me rephrase yes. the question, Ross. How many selfies did people <laughs> request to get there with Matt? Oh boy. Um I, did they think honest, you, did we you took some up to I, have a, this. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we took quite a few. Um, I don't remember him taking very many colors, but I was like, I was listening to the music and kind of jamming. And he was okay. dancing around, drinking his liquid death. And yes, my liquid death. Thank you, Ross. Thank you for mentioning liquid death. I have attempted, this has been a serious issue with me um, for a while now on Twitter. Andy, did you, we have we talked about this? Well, Matt, so. Um, I have to be real careful about your tweets that I engage with um, uh, because remember I told you there for a while, I just kept getting flooded by fish stuff. And yeah. It was, it was taking away my pro wrestling and football. Of um, course. The important things. I, I wasn't getting those feeds. And yeah, I get it. So, you know, I was, getting a, I was getting a ton of fish content, yeah. which is fine. Um, well, Ross, but, Ross can speak but, for me on but this. But I had to I... get out that thoughty Thursday thing because it was not, it Thursday. wasn't, um, it just wasn't appealing. Um, yeah, just, um, but but let's get back to Liquid Death here because yeah, I do. I, be I have been I have been going really hard on trying to get a sponsorship from Liquid Death, and Ross is another friend here who has seen me partake and and fully endorse and and in attempt to get more people to enjoy Liquid Death. Um, it, it, it's it's a product that I think is new to people when they see it. It's a canned water. 
Well, shoot um, your shot, man. Let's just let's do I, it. Right. Shoot, and so I've been looking shot. for let's... I've been looking for a two C's um endorsement or, or advertising deal. I've been looking for just like what I've what I've tweeted out to him is that hey, I'll wear one of those like NASCAR jackets, you know, that is just like fully liquid death, like branding all over it to every show I go to. Big liquid death guy. So I was it was so glad. I'm so glad to hear you, you know, bring that up, Ross. And you you mentioned that because and if you did didn't notice, Andy, back to I know you're a business guy, they just sold for seven hundred million dollars or something. They like went public and liquid death for seven hundred million dollars. And they're probably that's probably why they're not they're too busy to respond to your fair. It's probably like the blue chew people. They were probably just a little too busy to uh, to respond to us. So yeah, man. So Liquid Death—that's the title of this of the show now. Um, you know, <laughs> people don't death. even know what it is. Liquid that Death is with Ross Fowler. Hey, and don't then think people get big so, mad. You're so welcome. Tell me what it is. Tell me what it is. Ross, What's Liquid so Death. Had you known Liquid Death before this concert? Um, it's yeah, it's been in uh, the stores up here. I've seen it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and it's become like they've selling out of it in the local store here in town. So so it's water. In, in, a can. in a can they have a seltzer they they have that's that's you know have some flavoring to it and then they also just have pure unadulterated water like you know so like you, a dasani but instead of being from a plastic it's a it's a can and there's two good oh, things about that like propel yes yes so it, it, there's two good things one uh -huh. single single use plastics get on my hippie um oh, you know go. soapbox i know here we go um but single use plastics are, gar are awful um garbage which is probably a better word and go. then um also this weirdly is serious okay and there are many people who i have seen kind of testimonial to this that it helps people in recovery from alcohol no lie it helps people who struggle at concerts and things like that with not having that can that you know beer it really emulates a beer very well and so it almost works like an oduls type scenario where and, and so i heard someone also on twitter say hey i'm i'm trying not to drink so i had this liquid death and people didn't ask me why i'm not drinking because they thought it was a beer because it was in a can you know it they they marketed it looks like like it's literally intended to be like if you're too macho as a man to drink water, here's like liquid death, right? And so there's this like monster gargoyle guy, you know, and it's like this tough thing, but it's just water, right? So it's really interesting product, but yeah, I can't believe we've sidetracked to that. No, this, this is not a sidetrack. I don't know what this I did. This is a fantastic. I, I still have to, I still want to get to the Phil Yard Games thing, but I want to know oh, more about liquid do. death. Oh, these Yard Games. Ross um, has incredible array of Yard Games, so please. So well, uh, well, real quick on on that. Do you know that? Um, so you know, I go to the one Chiefs game, the home opener. Um, so these guys are taking um, cornhole so seriously that they are all in leagues. Mm -hmm. They got a tape measure at the tailgate. Ludicrous. They got a like a thing that holds their scorekeep thing. No. Yeah. And so they've got like six or seven different sets of the beanbag things uh, for different surfaces. No. Oh yeah, Phil did not like the surface of my um, boards. Yeah, he would not. He would not. He would not throw his bags because they would scratch his uh, bags up. This is the this is the Phyllis thing that I've ever yeah, so, heard said. In so my the, life. this is setting the background. So tell us tell us about. So Phil refused to. So I refused to partake partake in this cornhole at the the tailgate, uh, because you know I mean when you're amateur amateur amateur, and you're playing with semi pros, like you just can't just step into that. You know so so I just I was like oh I just made you know. Let me go over here and have some more chips and guacamole. I'm good at that. Um, you know, so, so yeah, man. Is your I, chip the right chip though to put in the guacamole? Because sometimes you don't want to put the 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 scratchy chip in the guacamole. You got to put well, like the smooth chip in the right guacamole. Well, I mean, that's I right. assume you. So if yeah. you were there, I would not have had any chips and guacamole. I would have been over playing cornhole because you're a chip and guacamole <laughs> professional, whereas I'm just an amateur. <laughs> oh, sorry. And don't know so much gatekeeping the, the nowadays rules, so. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So so Phil refused to play your yard games, Ross. 
Tell us well, about just, that. just just the bags game. We so we played a game called Kube, which is like a Scandinavian game where it's like wood blocks and you throw like a wooden dowel to knock the wooden blocks over. And um he uh he only like tore out, you know, like a dozen of Carrie's flowers in the front yard. Jeez. Oh, um from that game. And then um then we played a can jam game with which is uh with a frisbee and then these two um big like uh barrels and you try to either hit the hit the uh barrel or get it in the barrel and he whiffed on the frisbee several times i think he might have thrown the frisbee on the roof a couple times um so, form. yeah it was it was he was he was top notch Take that. We just can't take that guy anywhere. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, what what update though? What I do know is now uh, Phil is in a professional cube league, um, oh. and now he has his own cube set. Um, he has three different cubes um, with four <laughs> different gloves, <laughs> and that he cube gloves that he uses for for this particular thing. No, I it was I heard that he spent 5 grand on that stuff. Is that can you confirm or deny? Accurate. They're all custom. They're all custom uh made by the Cube uh the Cube Pros here. Yeah, in, I heard he went it, to the uh I heard he went to the Orange uh the Orange County Choppers guys. Correct. He got the uh he got the dad and the son back together. Oh, and, uh, good. Yeah. They stopped yelling and, yeah. and Well, I don't reconciled. know. There was probably a lot of yelling during the custom fabrication. Can you believe set? that's like that's been like years ago now? We're talking like that's a normal thing. Like they've been gone for a while, but they're still a part of like the cultural, you know, world, which is really interesting. You know, like that show hasn't been on for they are they alive? Is the guy alive? The older guy, the old man? Surely, maybe. Yeah, I don't I know. Think, I think Paul he seemed Samir. really mad. He might have some art problems or something. I think he was in pretty good shape for. Yeah, he's in good shape oh, for yeah, his, he's, for his, yeah, I guess it was Mikey. Guy. Mikey was the one that the the youngest oh, son had had some um, substance abuse issues that almost uh, almost ended it but that's uh, a shame well we yeah. do have other topics we got a couple other topics yeah today anyway on so, yeah Amazing sorry Ross, didn't mean to, uh, hey, no, yeah, no worries fin at all. finish out finish off about the uh finish off about the trip um oh yeah tell us more matt stories and just how important oh, no, and, it was uh, awesome we went to um a supper club on a friday um we got um a fish fry mate what did may have i can't remember he got some uh something, something may would get i can't remember something no one eats normally most likely i can't remember yeah you're right yeah i don't remember what it was either but it was it was a beautiful restaurant right on the lake um mm. oh, it was fun it was a good Just time. A lovely well, time. yeah so the funny thing is is like when i saw the pictures like the first picture that i saw on twitter because it, it'll there's a few things that'll get through but you know, not everything anymore. Um, you know, just gets overwhelming. Um, but I was like, "Is that Ross? Is that Ross there?" And then lo and behold, I get a text. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, I'm with Ross." I'm like, "Oh, sweet!" Yeah. So, you know, amazing. When in, when in Wisconsin, it is law that you look up Ross. And and, and it, by the way, everything everything it's cracked up to be. So. Also, Matt, next time you need Ross's number, why don't you just give me a call? <laughs> also, probably <laughs> you I'm probably sure don't need to. You probably Facebook. don't need to try the. Uh, yeah, you probably don't need to resort to the uh, Facebook Messenger calling. Stop <laughs> move right, which is was really because I again my wife doesn't even post at all. I don't think she's the only one that has an account. She like deactivated it, so she had to like reactivate it only to ask for Ross's number or something. I think was part of it, which is. You know, I mean, that's what she said she was doing, right? We don't know. We don't know. Exactly. No, but, yeah, but she's then, probably getting on there to get on them Facebook Live places and try to buy some more clothes. Oh, Lordy, thank the thank goodness that that has that fat has ended. My gosh, um, but yeah, such an incredible um trip, and like that is now a as long as we're welcome. It sounds like as long as we maybe tame Phil down a little bit. <laughs> um no <laughs> um did. we did we we were it was a wonderful and we hope to come back very soon right so we're hoping that fish or some other fun awesome band or just to come hang out with ross and maybe go fishing this time that's probably the one thing that we missed 
weirdly we saw the band fish but then didn't really fish when we were literally like seconds away from a lake which is not like me nor like ross i know that was probably the least amount of fishing he had done in a while i always enjoy ross's uh i always enjoy ross's ice fishing posts oh yeah yeah Dude, it's coming up, coming up soon. See, it's be fun. i want to do that yeah, i was i always enjoy that dreams of doing that I absolutely, I think we've talked, talked about it while on the trip. Like, I absolutely have always wanted to do that. It's like, it combines all the best things possible. I just like, it's so good. I can't even, you know, like, I can't, I just want to try it once. And then when, my, yeah. my when worry do you guys is, start? When do you guys start ice fishing up there? Yeah. Like September, come on, August? Come on <laughs> up here in the end of October when we have two or three oh, inches. Okay. On the ice, it would be good. Mm, no, I've heard yeah. they trotted elephants out on your lake and yeah. weird stuff, and they went through. Uh, like, yeah. We, yeah, we Is heard your, all kinds it, of awesome stories. Do you remember the uh, ice road truckers that they had on Ross's Lake? That was awesome when they drove those <laughs> trucks over there, and those sweet. guys were trying to take the uh, supplies up to the the native oh, Alaskans. That those was amazing. They are that. amazing. Uh, that does so happen <laughs> sometimes, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. What else do you got, Matt? What, what else? Well, is on we your, have your a couple different hodgepodges. I want to move this up. I want to move this up. Well, okay. We have we have World Cup soccer on the docket here. Oh um, yeah, he's going to come crash at your house. He's just going to show up. <laughs> that is also absolutely not. I mean, great point, honestly. And you should definitely do that, dude. By the way, I'll and send his, anyone I'll send his address. And I'll just throw this out there to anyone, absolutely, that if they want to come to a world cup soccer game here in kansas city then they are absolutely welcome here i won't ask my wife first so you're definitely yeah, welcome we just smart. was saying like ross said you just show up you know day of and we're ready to rock and yeah you're super here. super smart matt it's yeah, so exciting are you really thinking about that ross i'm curious now that now that we've brought this up yeah uh hayden okay. and i have uh, talked about it so um yeah we're looking into it that's a must do did you do 96 no, we did not. See, I went to Indiana soccer camp and in Indiana University, that's that like over that summer and around that time when it was happening, there was a lot of stuff. I also did not go to a game in 96, which I, sh you know, looking back, I kind of am like, I should have. But now that we have this, I'm very excited that I don't have to travel. And was, you know, uh, was Bobby Knight at that? Bobby Knight was there. He was yeah. a guest speaker. He came Sweet. in. Um, he actually influenced my coaching style, as Ross knows, in soccer very, very much so. <laughs> um, as, as Dan Ogle, of all people, had to tell me to calm down, um, you know, in my first few coaching games. So that should tell you something about how out of control I was at times. Um, but not probably Bobby Knight. I don't think I threw anything. I just, you know, let everyone know. Did you throw a chair or anything? No, like I don't think there was any like th chairs thrown but there were words thrown harsh words words often hurt worse than chairs as you know that's what they're saying these days yes exactly all right um, so what, yeah. what's on your sorry i, I sidetracked you what's on your uh what's on your list there oh and then we you've have always wanted to talk to ross what about. i what i think this is a great thing to wrap up on and to really kind of because this is actually a real topic and an important topic in education and, and we do have another teacher here and and a person who has an opportunity to kind of weigh in on a school district's, you know, well, chance. Not, well, first of all, he's, he's a teacher, but he's a world-class coach first. World-class coach. Um, that's really why that's right. They, they He's one of those, yeah. you know, uh, you have to teach, you know, like you have to do yeah. weightlifting, Coach Fowler, because you're like, you know, you're like the Pep Guardiola of high school soccer. So we, you know, we, we're well, just so here what, to coach. What are you teaching? Um, I have junior and senior English. Okay. Oh, nice. Dude, that put, nice. That's fantastic. And use, I've heard some of the topics you've talked about and things. It's amazing. I love I that. Use I use Grammarly that. just so we're on Of course. <laughs> well, duh. Who doesn't? Um, I mean, you can't avoid their advertisements, sound. by the way. Try to watch a YouTube as a teacher. And hey, it's dude, Grammarly let me, only. Let me Absolutely. tell you something. Let me tell you something about Grammarly. It is like one of the most, for professionals, if you're not using it, and like not using the professional version for 144 bucks a year, you are missing out on so much like wow. it. So we have sponsorships by liquid death and liquid Gram death. There we go. You need Grammarly liquid death and Bluetooth boys. Bluetooth <laughs> Thank too. you. Don't forget about those guys. They're long time. First time. Oh wait. And you need yeah. to throw, you need to throw high boy on there too. So you need Ooh, to get high boy. On there. Yeah. High boy Some shakes. 
Yeah, I love High Boy Shake, High Boy Burger. Who doesn't? I'm sure that's um, what my doctor had in corn mind. Corn dog bites. Lose 15 pounds. Yeah. He said more High Boy. Lose more 15 pounds, boy. go to High Boy. Just less corn dog yeah. bites. Eat only six of the nine corn dog bites that are in there is basically the diet that I go with. Um, right. But no, I, our conversation was going to steer to a very serious yeah, topic, sorry. which is four days of school going to a four-day only week for children to attend school. And there's lots of questions that go along with this. Um, I think there's there's teacher questions is kind of how it will work for our lives. There's student questions for how it will work for their lives. And there's lots of things to talk about. So I am curious on both of your perspective as people who are stakeholders in this. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Well, I want to let our guest go first. As yeah, a, uh, absolutely. As an Rob, educator and a world-class coach. Because oh, well, it it affects. Would sports. you take the oh fifth day? Would you take your fifth day as like okay? Tell you what, yeah, these kids don't have to go to school for that that fifth day, but I get them for a six hour practice. <laughs> yeah, I might depending on how the season's going. Yeah, um, no, um, I I don't know. I would I would support that. I think um, I like the way our school day is set up up here, um, where we have a modified block where we have three days of um, one through eight. And then we go Tuesday, Wednesday, where we an hour and a half of stuff. Um, I, I don't know, like, I guess I don't know much of the purpose of going to a four day week. Um, other than just kind of giving the kids a, 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 like a mental break. Um, I don't know what, the requirements of educators would be on that fifth day and just curious to see what that would you know uh encompass for us as a as an educator yeah so my my question would be if you're going to have the students go four days and make the the teachers go a fifth day because i really think when when i first heard about this um so i would assume that you guys are suffering a uh, labor shortage as well correct um that mm. it was more of a retention tactic and strategy versus a um you know something for the students because i i think that i don't know that the students are necessarily getting fatigued i think the teachers are getting fatigued more than the more than the students are um so i mean i i, I had when i first heard about it i had assumed that it was four days for everybody teachers and students alike and I, I would actually be more supportive of that than of and and matt has famously said on this show give me more money not more jeans days <laughs> correct more money <laughs> less jeans days please thank you uh that's my so, bumper sticker i will i'm gonna need to make so i think that uh i know that and don't let me finish this thought, but there's a lot of factories that have moved to a four tens versus five eights because they found out that the employees appreciated the that full extra day off instead of having the two extra two hours each day, right? So you know, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I mean, if I work eight to five and I get home at six, you know, it's not like I'm really doing a lot. I'm not going to go out and tinker in the garage. I'm not going to wash the car. I'm not going to go mow the yard. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go to Chuck E. Cheese or, you know, anything like that. I'm probably going to sit on my ass and watch TV. Sure. Whereas if you give me an extra day off, okay, well now I'm going to make some plans and some, I'm going to get some, some stuff. Yeah. I'm going to get some stuff done. Sure. And I am going to truly have that one day to just kind of, relax instead of when i've got my five don't do anything monday through thursday go get fueled up friday night because the week's been long and garbage on saturday and then try to pound everything into sunday and so you don't really get that rest and recovery whereas when you got that four days um you know and working a couple hours longer a day like to for me, it's always been one of those things where it's like, okay, it's going to take me half an hour to get ready. 
It's going to take me at least a half an hour to get there. And I know you guys live closer. Well, Matt, you don't live closer anymore. But, no, it takes a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's going to take me a half hour, 45 minutes to get there. So there's at least an hour. And then I'm going to have to probably fight rush hour traffic. So it's probably going to take me 45 minutes. So there's two hours of committed time of me going there. Anyway, right. And so if you give me not only that two hours back, but also the workday back, then, you know, it's, it's advantageous. And I probably am more productive because, you know, just like we're all parents, toddlers with their transition time, that's the worst part, right? So it takes me 30 minutes to get dressed, takes me 45 minutes to get there. When I get there, I got to spend 15, 20 minutes talking to coworkers and other people about how was your day? How's your morning going? Uh, you know, how was the Fresh Prince uh, of Bel Air last yeah. night? Um, yeah, fair. Man, did you did you see Tua get get slaughtered? Um, <laughs> oh, my yeah. fantasy quarterback. Uh, hope is hope is back Harsh. is feeling better. Um, you know, he's been first, 30, first we hope he's that. healthy. Second, come back for Ross and get into more fantasy points. You know, so well, I lost Trey Lance before well, that too. First so of I, all, first of uh, all. Your priorities are way off, Matt. First of all, we hope he comes back for Ross's fantasy team. Then he can get healthy. Okay. <laughs> okay. My Let's bad. get it right. I'm sorry. I got to right. keep right. I don't know what I was so thinking. So that, that's my thoughts on it. I, I am actually less a, less in favor of it with it just being a student thing than I would be if it was a student and teacher thing. So it's a really, it's a really interesting take. And I think on, on both levels – the first thing I would say is it's absolutely a money-based decision, mostly, right? And so it's the idea that, okay, just like you said, we can't get subs, we can't get bus drivers, we can't. And and so it does become a budgetary thing of like, okay, if we can't get employees, you know, whatever we're paying them, then the idea is we work them less because that's the only because we absolutely we have buses missing, we have kids that can't, you know, get to school every day. Um, and their parents either have to bring them or they just have to do online because we have bus shortages. We have all these other things that I think as teachers, we probably don't see or think about as much that it really affects those things so much when they have like budget issues and budget problems. And so like there's a way to do that. Now, for me as a teacher, it's it's about it, it makes me want to like jump for joy and like run out in the fields of of kansas and missouri here and just like not that we're there but like if we were if there if you were there yeah. if we were in those places um i left it pretty broad there a couple states yeah. but um you know like as a as an employee okay i think it, i can't be tell you how excited i am now if it's the fifth day where we have to work I also like I'm 150% excited as an employee if we just get a day off a plus like knock it out of the park home run. If we have to work that fifth day, I am like, so also happy, even though because I think Ross will agree and meetings and teacher meetings in particular are some of the most atrocious and god awful things like I don't know how like these are people who are supposed to weird like like these are people who present stuff all the time like how is it so bad but it's so bad and most of the time it's done by people who've been out of the classroom for a while whatever it is and it's just so bad but i will take that over a day with children because a day without children is not a day of work when it's school okay it is a day of annoyance when you got to go to these meetings it's a day of god i got to go to these meetings but when you talk about real stress and work you must have children there if you do not have children there it does not feel the same so I am okay with like, if that's the compromise, hey, teachers got to come in on that fifth day, I'm totes okay, because to me, that is a stress relief, even though I got to go to these god awful meetings, I don't have children. It, and because the children, God love them, and that's why I teach, but that's also the work at the place is is getting them to be okay, because I work in a sixth grade, right, I work in a place that that takes a lot of my energy just to like get friends to be okay in their seats, right? And be like not tearing the room up and not going crazy. So that's like number one. Now that's so as an wait, hold on. I just want to summarize what you said. Matt hates kids. Matt loves God, meetings. See, that's, that's what, what I heard. Ross, no. What'd you hear? Um, I, I Ross heard the same thing. I, I would agree <sighs> with the, the the teacher meeting part. Yes. They're so bad. They're so bad, and they're so unproductive, and they're so like. I don't know what we do. I don't understand why we do this. It's just so bad. But 
I'm going to say this for students though. Okay. So the last, you know, I'm going to get off my high horse. Last thing to say to me is for students, this is a God awful idea and a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. And there is no one that can tell me. And listen, I am not one of these like big, we're behind guys. I'm not. And I refuse to be. And I don't care. We're only behind because we've made these false and like fake lines to cross that we can we can make those lines anywhere. Like we're only behind because we say we're behind and we can adjust those things and all that other stuff. But what I'm also going to tell you is that our children do not need less school. Right. Like I, I, I think Frost would probably agree. I think most teachers would tell you that as for children to learn and to be better educated, there is no way that a day off is better for them in my mind. And now there's and then I promise I'm going to stop here. There's two different scenarios. There is the biggest scenario is and, and maybe it's not two different scenarios. It's two things in this scenario, which is socioeconomics. OK, for where I work in Raytown. That is a place where our students need to be in that building as much as possible. We had conversations in the green room about places, you know, around where we live and places like that that aren't always the safest in their communities. And they also don't always get a square meal. They don't always get all those things in those places. And when they're there, that one extra day of school, that's important. They get safety. They get consistency. They get food. They get literally shelter. I mean, that might even be the case, right? And by having that fourth day and then that missing that day, then that puts them out in that's in the world. That's not a safe world for them at times. And so what I would argue is that what you have to do if you do this, you have to offer a fifth day of students coming. It has to look like and this is where it becomes really weird and ugly. It then becomes more of like a daycare scenario where on that fifth day, the kids that need to be there the kids that you know parents just can't make it work that they, they you know what i mean that they can literally even supervise their kid for that day that they have some place to go that is free because if we put these kids back out into daycare systems and put these parents into these daycare systems that are absolutely so expensive and so insane and so also scary for some folks that i i don't think that's good either so as a teacher thumbs up seven up love it please do it yes i will work probably extra years if i only work four days like yes well, as so a if they go care to a, for kids but well, i don't love let it. me ask you this if they go to a four-day school and you get to keep your same salary would you be able to afford lights <laughs> i know i can't reach the lights from where i'm at and this conversation is riveting i as don't want to stop just it's so um, it's spooky season i'm like under the lights yeah when you're talking Ooh, about spooky. like not safe places like i'm just like waiting for like michael myers or like the screen dude Jump to scared. like appear on our screen and you to not be there anymore like that would be know, fun man. to do like it's a little just, like slip back in here oh like, here it, i am it's a little poltergeist just, yeah i mean we, we can tell you know we can tell the the time of day as the we started out it was light and now it's like well we could see right. matt and now we can't see you at all i know we can Dude, see I your can't reach the lights to... i can't reach the lights i'm well, sorry i will so i'm gonna sit on this uh they call it the fifth day committee if they'll have me amazing because here here's the but i may not be on the committee because they scheduled the uh the meetings on they scheduled five meetings one of which is uh i'll be in san francisco for the chiefs game and then they scheduled one for Halloween. Wow. Um, you know, I, I mean, I have kids, so. But part of it almost feels like they're attempting to make this not that attended. Right. Like not have as many people as possible be able to do it so that they can kind of really decide what they want to do without this like committee really. Well, there's a lot of, there are a lot of people on it. And there's, I've actually, I actually saw some of Elle's classmates that are, they have students on this thing as well. And so basically what I think what I haven't gone to any of the meetings yet because they haven't had them yet, but um, I'm, I'm really excited to hear about it. I do. I do. I do think like, okay, so is, have the, is the ship already sailed that they are for sure going to four days? Yeah. So it's funny. Um, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago when I, I went to the, uh, the state of the school chamber of commerce lunch and I came back and I made the statement to you and to Kara. I'm like, when a superintendent comes out and says they are kicking around the idea of doing something, 
to a group <laughs> like that, go ahead and bet that it's going to happen. <laughs> they done did it. In fact, the right, kicking like, around, happening. the kicking around has been done. Now they've just charged themselves with figuring out how to execute it. And okay. so now we're we're checking some boxes here as That's far as like, have right. we had a parent, teacher, uh, student, uh, community leader? <laughs> Committee, uh, committee to talk about no. this let's right. get one of those let's get one of those up we'll have five meetings we'll call it good uh we'll we'll take their feedback into consideration it's on the so dock yeah exactly so well, it, i it, it is i think that it is a if you ask me to put odds on it i would say that if you were if i were were to bet on it i i would bet that it would happen wow that well, come, on, come on up to illinois just five miles away and you can pit, place a bet Cool. Hey. We can bet here. We can bet in Kansas. Oh, Kansas has prop bets they changed now. Kansas. Yeah, they yeah, changed they have prop Kansas. Bets, so you know, if I, I can sit in my office and and make some uh, make some bets off the DraftKings app. Nice. Uh, that is so weird. You know, so Missouri is yeah. such a mess. They always wait till the last. Well, Missouri was supposed to pass that too, and they just like messed it up. Well, Kansas is actually going to now. They're probably going to have to put a state patrol line like right across state line. No, um, you know, maybe maybe like in Bonner Springs or something like that, because like when it People becomes legal and back and forth. Well, when it becomes legal in Missouri. And Colorado. When <laughs> marijuana becomes legal here and in Colorado and then you got. The oh, Kansas, Kansas is the only that is up. For, they would, that is up for. Well, I don't know if you well, know that, Ross, but in November, that is up for for vote here in Missouri. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah. so Goodland, Kansas, the first like city inside Colorado border yeah. is notorious for stopping cars with oh, non-Colorado. It's a gauntlet. It's crazy Kansas, going through there. Kansas yes. state. So, Correct. you know, it's the, uh, you were doing 55 and a 54, um, <laughs> Correct. You know, pull over, but you got a fish I, sticker on your can, bumper like yeah, an idiot. I, so now we're going to pull you over. Car. Tommy. Grateful uh, dead shirt on yeah, you exactly. moron. But yes, it's, that's like, exactly. so now they're going to, they're going to have it on the other side, but it's going to be the reverse. Remember back in the day when Missouri had Missouri's liquor laws have always been relatively lax in consideration to Kansas. Like it was just until I think 2019 that grocery stores could start selling 5% beer in Kansas. Yeah, Otherwise exactly. it was they had two. near beer. Yeah. And they had so, the three and two beer. Yeah. And so like that price chopper at state line, they would set up stings because the price shopper sat in Missouri on State Line Avenue, and they would set up stings for people that would drive in there, turn Insane. left out of that price chopper, and be in Kansas with Kansas tags, and they would get them for like I don't know those like Smokey and the Bandit laws of like transporting, <laughs> transporting alcohol across state lines. So yes. now they're going to start. Now Kansas is going to start getting people for they're sandwiched um, right in there. They'll Missouri, change it just they're gonna, once they're they see stop, the money. They'll change it. Well. They won't pinch the Missourians coming over to, to gamble. They're, that's totally fine. Oh, no, no. Uh, but they're gonna they're gonna hit them for the weed, and then they're probably still gonna go ahead and get their uh, their liquor money. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah. Absolutely. Freaking Kansas. Well, I'll let you guys know how the uh, how the committee goes. I don't really I, interesting. I, I don't know if I'm sworn to secrecy. Um, I might have to you sign have to like sign a non disclosure. Right. Um, right. You know, they Say didn't work anyway. for they didn't work for all those ladies that Trump was with. So we'll have Ross on exactly. <laughs> well, we'll have Ross on, and then we'll have our one listener literally on the show, and so <laughs> then we can talk however we want to because yeah. we're not really disclosing it to anybody. Well, other than he us can three. it he can listen to this episode. It's like vanity searching yourself in Google. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me listen great. to myself. Hey, hey, here's hey. my. Here's my you podcast. Should. You'll sound yeah. great, man. Yeah. You'll sound oh, really smart fast. compared to us. Yeah. That's why we usually do this for people to really, really pump up their <laughs> self-esteem. Well, well, and, well I really appreciate that, guys. That's the, awesome. Uh, the amount of uh, William Christman ladies that will listen to this episode just by the name Ross Fowler Ooh. being on there, that's circa 19, graduating class of, say, 93 to 97. Yeah. I mean, th that's what really what why we had you on here, Ross. Uh, wow. I'm gonna come clean with it now. We needed to boost our female listenership of the uh, mid 40s somethings that um, you know really <laughs> trying to hit that that female demographic of like 43 to 48. Yeah. Um, we kill it with so, the 60 plus. Yeah, those really definitely do. aren't our moms. We yeah. promise at all that are listening. It's got to be other 60 plus women. Well, I'm true. I'm truly humbled by the opportunity to be on here. I, it was well, a blast. Yes. I, had, I had fun. Um, 
I miss you guys. I miss being in town. I miss not getting down there as much as I like. Um, obviously, I miss my family that's down there still. Um, but don't still forget about all the uh, don't forget about all the ladies from the William Christman High well, School yes. circa. Uh, yeah, appreciate that yes, as well yeah, as you. well. Yes. But um, no, it's it's uh, it's good getting back together with you guys and and seeing your faces and uh, yeah, talking to you about well, random crap. We appreciate you coming on yes. because uh, yeah, it, you know it's funny because like you get. I know you come back like for Christmas, but that time is so condensed. Like my sister lives in Philadelphia now. And like when she comes back, her time is basically every minute is spoken for, you know, cause she, they don't see his side of the family, our, our side of the family, but you know, two, three times a year. So, and then they, yeah. So it's, it's always so tough to, uh, it's always so tough to get back. The only, the only thing is, is, you know, when you come down this time, you know, maybe bring some cheese that I get to consume. <laughs> well, I brought well, some. But you did. My kids ate it. Right? My kids and wife ate it before yeah. I could get some. They're selfish <sighs> like that. Well, and, and my uh, my mom and dad, my sister are making this is crazy. They're coming up tomorrow, um, late tomorrow after Meg gets off work from school, and Hayden's last um, home soccer game as a Badger High School soccer player is on Saturday, oh, and then wonderful. Then yeah, and then, but then they're turning right back around after the game and heading back because Meg's Good kids work. have so much stuff going on. But well, you know, if she were only working a four-day week, Ross, <laughs> true, right? Oh. They're only working a four-day week. Yeah. Yeah, let's was, make this happen. Yeah, right. So, well, anyway, congratulations uh, for that. Yeah. What a wonder! And that I'll tell you, another um, wonderful part of hanging out at Ross's was meeting his very wonderful and patient children. Um, Hayden and Gracie, who were very, 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 very kind and understanding and like probably had a lot of questions um, afterwards about just a lot of things. But, um, <laughs> you know, we but again, they didn't let it on how weird that experience was for them. They were very gracious and kind, like we said, and, I, and it's so cool and so neat. Right. That they're literally that you're your oldest now is just to the point of graduating. And it's pretty incredible. So congrats. Well, thank and you so much. Enjoy. So. Yeah, well, well, hopefully his coach will give him a you know a little yeah, extra. Come PT. on, coach. Jeez, uh, see you night, man. Well, he's coming off an injury, so we'll see how well he's doing. But uh, yeah, it's, he's he's looking good. So yeah, he's, he's got a, he's a pure athlete, man. It's in the genes. It's in the genes. <laughs> exactly. Like oh, the track guy that ran with the hurt hurt you know guy. Remember his dad oh. came out oh, yeah. and ran with him. The track guy. That guy just recently died, actually. The dad. Um, but yeah, be do that. Oh, just kind yeah. of walk yeah. him out there, hop, you know, on the yeah. Don't. Be, let him kick, like let him hit the ball with a crutch or something, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's yeah. better. Than that. He's better than that. So we're okay, ready. good. I'm, I'm glad you clarified that, Matt, because you were like, yeah, you know, do that. But you were talking about the guy dying, and then you're like, do that. You know, fair. Like, yeah, hey, no, no, that whoa, was weird. Hold on, I'm man. sorry. Was, it took a weird turn. Yeah. that's how we do. Sometimes you know you got to correct this guy. All right, Rosser. Thanks, man. We'll, hey, we'll, no catch up. we'll do thanks this again. All right, be good, guys. Later. See ya. Bye.